Welcome to the Obed Martinez Life and Leadership Podcast, a podcast all about growing your leadership and multiplying your influence in business, ministry, and life. Our mission is simple. We're just crazy about turning your potential into purpose and growing your influence. And now your host, Obed Martinez. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode number three. It is Faithful Fruitful Friday today. And guess what? You made it. You conquered this week. Well, hey, I'm so honored to join you this morning as we get our weekend started. We're going to start this weekend off very, very, very strong. Well, hey, today our podcast is sponsored by First Call Security and Sound, where we are large enough to complete any project yet small enough that we know every single client by name. What a great slogan and what a great company. So if you're looking for great security for your home or your business, this is the company to call. Well, hey, we are excited about going into this weekend. We conquered Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and now we are here at Faithful and Fruitful Friday, and I want to talk to you about 10 lessons of leadership to take into your weekend. I'm going to give you some homework. I'm going to drop some stuff on you today that I want you to go over this weekend. I want you to marinate it. I want you to get it in your spirit, get it in your heart, get it in your mind. Listen, this is not just another lesson. This is a coaching time for you to have some things over the weekend that you can absolutely marinate in your life. So let's dive into a top 10 leadership lessons that I can take into this weekend. Number one, it's this. Leadership is everyone's business. Yes, you heard me. Leadership is everyone's business. You know, it's amazing that people think it's the pastor's business or it's the boss's business or it's the manager's business. But the truth is, is that leadership is everyone's business. You know, one of the titles I have that I take very, very, very seriously, not that I don't take the rest, but this one in particular is the title of a father. And I have two beautiful children, a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old that are transforming before my very eyes. But the truth is, is that there's they're leaders too. They're leading part of their lives. And, you know, my son's leading his, uh, leading his life and my daughter's leading her life. And yet, even though Lissette and I are overseeing their lives and we're leading them as well as being led by them in some sense, while they're chasing after their dreams, they're going after the things that God has for their life, they also play a leadership role in our house. My son takes out the trash. My daughter washes the dishes. At the end of the day, when they throw up those excuses like, well, I'm tired, you know, or you know what, man, listen, come on. You know, I'm, I, I've been busy all day. A 10-year-old actually telling me that. I've been busy all day, dad. The truth is, is that leadership is everyone's business. So it's not just dad leading the home. Hey, it's everybody. Everybody plays their part. At the end of the day, leadership is the capacity to translate vision into a reality. And one of the things we got to do always as leaders is make sure that people are seeing it clear. People's job descriptions are defined and at the end, and, 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 and they, we have a lot of clarity going into it because at the end of the day, you shouldn't be the only one carrying the weight. If you are, then you got to take a step back, ask yourself, is everybody doing their part? So lesson number one is that leadership is everyone's business. Number two, number two's list, list, a lesson is credibility is the foundation. Credibility 
is the foundation. I love this quote that says credibility, listen to me, is a leader's currency. With it, they are wealthy. Without it, they become bankrupt. Let me say that one more time. That credibility is a leader's currency. With it, they are wealthy. Without it, they become bankrupt. Let me tell you something that people never buy into a product before they buy into a person. People are not going to buy into your vision until they first buy into you. And what creates credibility is consistency and character. Let me say that again. What creates credibility is consistency and character. At the end of the day, people are watching you. People are People are listening to you and credibility must be the foundation in order for you to not only build a great life, but build a great career, build a great company. You know, the thing is, is that trust is built on credibility and credibility comes, listen, from acting in others' interests before your own. Trust is built on credibility. People need to trust you. They need to know that what you say is what you do and you do what you say. One of the things that I tell leaders all the time is don't say something unless you're actually going to do it. Don't overpromise and under deliver. One of the things that, one of the great mistakes I made being a young pastor, what I mean by young is, is new to it in some sense was that I was a visionary leader and I still am. I'm a futurist. And oftentimes I would talk about the things we're going to do and the things that we were going to do were, were, were things that in some sense other people had control over. I'll take, for, take you for an example. When we first did our building project, I was like, man, we're going to move in in September. That was told to me by the general contractors. That was told to me by the people that were managing the project. But the truth is, a lot of that decision was based on the city. It was based on the fire inspections. It was based on all these other inspections. And when I would come back to the church and be like, hey, guys, I'm sorry. We're not going to be in there in September. We're going to be in there in November. And then all of a sudden, we would come back in November. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. Sooner or later, I began to lose credibility. I learned that at a very young age when it came to pastoring the church. It is why, while, while we're in a building project right now, you guys are saying, when are we going to start the building project? And I'm like, well, we will start it when you see it. No, I'm joking. But at the end of the day, it's probably in September and it's going to be fantastic. But at the end of the day, listen, credibility is everything and it is built by character and it is also built by trust. Lesson number three 10 leadership lessons we can take into this weekend is personal values drive commitment. Personal values drive commitment. In other words, it's values that drive vision. It's not the other way around. I get around so many leaders. I get the privilege of coaching so many leaders. And the first thing they do is they tell me about the vision. I got this vision to build this company. I got the vision to build this kind of church. I got the vision to build this and build that. And, and, and I just let them talk. And then once they're done, they're expecting me to respond. And what I usually respond with is this. What are your values? Tell me about your company's values. And how do they match with your personal values? You see, when I was 16 years old, the Lord spoke to me and he said, Obed, I'm going to show you your future. 
The Bible talks about it. The Bible says even the Holy Spirit will show you the things to come. And so at the end of the day, God says, I'm going to show you your future, but I'm going to build values into you first. Because at the end of the day, you have to be believed before people can receive. Let me say that again. You have to be believed before people can receive. You know, one of the things that, 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 that God spoke to me when it came to my values, he says, I'm going to give you three values to live by. And I, I'm 46 years old. I know I look like I'm 26. Come on, somebody, right? But I'm 46 years old, and I've been living these values since I was 16 years old. He said, Obed, if you will live with these values, holiness, humility, and honor, I will take you places no eyes have seen and no ears have heard. I tell you all the time, the only time you should ever look back is just to see how far you've come. And there's times I look back and I am even wowed by the places God has taken me. And all I've done was lead by values. People often say, Pastor Obed, you're such a great visionary leader. Man, you're a futurist. And, and when I get chances to talk to people personally, I always tell them, it's my values that drive vision. It's not the other way around. If you will write down, even this weekend, write down, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, give me some personal values about myself. Give me some values that I can build my life on. You know, most of the time, companies have mission statements that don't even match the values of their leaders. And this is why leaders lose credibility because you're driving everybody by the mission of your company when your values of your own life don't match up with that. You see, oftentimes too many leaders, values and vision is the gap. The gap is just too wide. Here's your values. Here's your vision. And the gap is too wide. See, at the end of the day, you got to take that value you got to bring the vision and you got to marry them together. I like to say it like this, that vision should be your values twin. When you think about Destiny Church, why is there so much credibility with Destiny Church? Why is it that people trust this organization? Why is it that people trust me when it comes to coaching their life? These multi, multi, multi-million dollar businesses, $2 billion businesses, why do those CEOs trust me? It's because the values match the vision. At the end of the day, they buy into the person before they buy into the product. And leaders, if you are trying to get people to buy into the values of your company, but they are not seeing the values in your life demonstrated, then my friends, you're living too far of a gap. Let me say it like this. In John chapter one, the Bible says, and the word became flesh. What made Jesus so significant significant was what was the very thing that he was speaking he was living he was just not saying the word he became the word in other words what he was saying and pointing people to he was actually living it and at the end of the day what people want to see in leaders is not just vision they also want to see values. Well, hey, if you're just joining us for our Friday Life and Leadership Podcast, we are talking about top 10 leadership lessons to take into this weekend. We've talked about number one, leadership is everyone's business. Number two, credibility is the foundation. Number three, personal values drives commitment. And number four, you either lead by example 
or you don't lead at all. Let me just say that again. You're either, you're either going to lead by example or you shouldn't lead at all. You want to know something? At the end of the day, what makes a great leader is that what you do has a far greater impact than what you say. Let me say that one more time. What you do as a leader has a far greater impact than what you say. People want to know you're living it. Man, people want to see that you're pressing and moving towards it. When you're talking about a bigger picture and a bigger vision, and yet your life is still small, you're, 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 you're still living in timidity, you're still intimidated by what's in front of you, then guess what? No one's going to buy into it. But when you live large and in charge, and you are living to the size of your future, that you are talking your future, you are speaking your future, you are trying to look like your future, guess what? People are moved more by what someone does than what actually someone says. And if our doing doesn't match our saying, then we're not going to be believable. This is what James talks about. He says, listen, just don't be a hearer only. You got to be a doer. And I like to say it like this, just don't be a leader that says something. Be a leader that also does something. And if you're going to lead, lead by example. And how do I lead it? I do it and I say it. And when I say it, I actually do it. In other words, a leader is one. Listen to me. A leader is one who demonstrates what's possible. I want to run right now. A leader is one who demonstrates what's possible. Man, I can't even begin to tell you my life's journey. I could stay here forever, but I got about seven more minutes to let you go. But at the end of the day, I could tell you about every single thing that was ahead of me that oftentimes my board of trustees, my apostolic leaders over my life, what I, which, we, which at Destiny we call our overseers, they would scratch their heads like, are, are you serious? I mean, did God really say this? And there's been times, yeah, there's been times I've walked away going, God, was it you? Or was it me? Was it my ambition? Or, or was it your direction? Man, there's been times I've, I've, I felt that way. But I serve a God. You serve a who specializes in impossible situations. Matter of fact, he's the God of possibilities. And one of the first miracles that Jesus did for the disciples, to the disciples, was in Luke chapter 5. When he told them when they were washing their nets and they didn't catch nothing, he says, get out of the shallow waters and launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And you know the story. The nets began to break and the boats began to sink. Listen to me. The first thing Jesus wanted his disciples to know was that I am the God who breaks limitations off people's lives. And friends, don't allow your past. Don't allow your skill level. Don't allow, don't allow your education level to put put limits on the capacity of the catch that God has for your life. Understand that God is the God of possibilities. And you must realize, friends, that a leader must demonstrate what is possible. Can I tell you something? I'm already in the new building. 
Yes, you heard me. I'm already in the new broadcast building. Well, you say, come on, Pastor, we haven't even broke ground for the parking lot. We haven't even broke some concrete to, 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 to re, 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 revitalize our new building, to build it to the specs that we wanted to. I know we haven't, but my spirit and my faith is already there. The truth is, is that if I'm not demonstrating the possibility, then nobody's going to believe it's possible. And so as a leader, come on, somebody, you got to be that example or just don't lead at all. Listen, number five, leadership, top 10 leaderships I can take into this weekend is that looking forward is a leadership prerequisite. Looking forward is a leadership prerequisite. In other words, looking back gives you regrets, but looking ahead gives you opportunities. Can I say that one more time for somebody that's watching right now? That you're struggling with looking ahead. You see the limitless possibilities that God has for your life. But sometimes your past keeps on knocking at your door. Can I tell you something? Your past is always going to knock at your door. You don't have the choice if your past is going to knock on your door but you do have the choice to open it up. Look through the people, and if it's your past, keep the door closed. Because looking back is only gonna bring up regrets, but looking ahead gives you opportunities. Let me say it like this, because in just a few minutes, some of you who are gonna be on your way to work on Friday, some of you that are watching, and you're gonna be coming home for your Friday. Let me just say this, your windshield is much larger than your rearview mirror. Let me say that one more time. Come on. I just felt something right now. Your windshield is much larger than your rearview mirror. What is God trying to tell you on this Friday? He's trying to tell you that your windshield represents what you're looking ahead. It's big. It has no limitations. Your rearview mirror is what you use to look back. It's small. Look into my brown eyes right now. You are living today the smallest you'll ever live because tomorrow God's making you bigger. Are you hearing me today? This is the smallest you will be if you continue to look ahead and not look back. Number six, number six, it's not just the leader's vision. It is not just the leader's vision. You can't just walk around and think, oh, it's just the leader's vision. No, no, no. Listen to me. If they don't feel like it's theirs, meaning the people that you are leading, if you don't make it feel like it's theirs, they won't lead it. They will just get fed by it. If you don't make the people think that this is their vision, then they're never going to lead it. They're just going to sit back, relax, and get fed by it. This is why the purpose of great leaders is to mobilize people into action. You cast a vision, you give them structure, you give them systems, and you give them strategy. For what? To contextualize the vision, to get them mobilized into action. They must take ownership of it. One of the greatest things Jesus did in the three and a half years with, with, with his disciples was he kept on telling them, I'm leaving you guys. 
which means you better start owning this because I started it, but I'm not going to continue it. You are going to continue it. And one of the things that leaders do in mistakes they make, they don't pass on ownership to the people they're leading. You control it. This is why everything's centered around you. And this is where your frustration gets because they're not being mobilized. Because guess what? They don't feel it's theirs. See, teamwork divides the task and it multiplies the success. When people understand and feel the confidence that they can grab a hold of this vision and own it, then they're going to multiply and it's going to become successful. Lesson number seven is that challenges provides the opportunity for greatness. Challenges provide the opportunity for greatness. In other words, challenges is what makes life interesting, but conquering them is what makes life meaningful. Let me say that one more time. Challenges is what makes life interesting, but conquering them is what makes life meaningful. Friends, don't be afraid of challenges. They're nev they never come to break you. They only come to build you. God sees the challenge and he has to measure the faith he's placed inside of you to make sure you'll conquer it. It is why he reminds us he never brings something in front of us that we cannot conquer. Leadership, lesson number eight is that leaders are team players. Leaders are team players. Let me say it like this. A good coach can change the game, but a great coach can change a life. A good coach can change the game, but a great coach can change a life. I want to park right here for a moment and let you know that starting in October, actually starting in September, uh, uh, our leadership um, coaching is going to be starting. It's going to start the end of September. You can actually go on my website, obedmartinez.co. This is separate from Destiny Church. This is stuff that I've been doing over the last years. I've coached CEOs and I've coached startup companies. And if you want to be part of that 20, spots already filling up. I only coach 20 people a year. And if you want to be a part of that, you can go and book a call and my assistant will give you a call, get all the information, let you know what it's all about at obedmartinez.co. Only 20 people. Spots are filling up really quick. I coach you and I take you through a one-year plan that will take your life, your business, and your skills to a whole nother level. Lesson number nine is that leadership is a relationship. Leadership is a relationship. I like to say it like this all the time. You are one relationship away from achieving greatness. This is why when you're a leader, you're a bridge builder, not a bridge destroyer. You are called to build bridges. You are not called to burn bridges. Why? Because you are one relationship away from achieving greatness. There is somebody out there called a customer or a client or even a friend that holds the keys to your next level in business. And this is what you have to understand. When you value people, People will see value in you. And as I close, 10 leadership lessons we can take into this weekend. Lesson number 10 is that caring is at the heart of leadership. Caring 
is at the heart of leadership. In other words, trees that are cared for, watered and nurtured by a leader, creates the greatest fruit for others to enjoy. I'm going to say that one more time. Trees that are cared for, watered and nurtured by a leader, creates the greatest fruit for others to enjoy. And as I close, let me just say this. All of you that are joining today, speaking of teamwork, and it's this, individually, we are one drop, but together, we're an ocean. If you can teach your teams that individually, you're just a drop, but together, we're an ocean. Friends, you can conquer what's been trying to conquer you. You can possess the land that God has already given you. I want to remind you about our Saturday prayer service starting on all campuses tomorrow, 7 a.m. in our Valley campuses, East and West, and 9 a.m. Listen, friends, if we want to see God move in our lives, let's show up for prayer. And if you have a pre-existing condition, you can actually stay home and watch it online, or you can come and stay in your car. Keep that air conditioning going and watch us right there. At least you can see us be in there. And if you haven't seen our drops lately, go back to our destiny.online Instagram and Facebook. I've dropped some things that you need to know in order for you to come, like bring a mask, bring a chair and all those great things. But I want to see every campus packed out tomorrow because we are a church that prays because we are a church that slays. That's what happens in Jesus' name. Hey, just want to let you know a little bit about uh, next week, and that is that next week, man, it's all about team building week. And you could sit there and say, but I don't have a team to build. Well, guess what? You will. And you'll never have a team to build until you learn how to build one. So all next week is about team building. And also, if you had some problems trying to find us on Spotify, Instagram, hey, we got locked out. We created all of our original music, but one of those uh, uh, podcast places uh, blocked us from all of them because we did not code in our originality. And so that's all being taken care of. And next week you can sign up on all of our platforms. I would greatly appreciate it. But hey, my host has something to say to you. And I will see you tomorrow at prayer, Sunday, 8 o'clock, 9.30, 11, 6.30, and 8 o'clock. And then right here, once again, on Life and Leadership Monday morning. Be blessed, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on the Obed Martinez Life and Leadership Podcast. If you would like to go deeper into today's teaching, you can do this by downloading the notes and the study guide at obedmartinez.co forward slash notes. You can also sign up to get these sent directly to your inbox. But in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, rate and review it on iTunes, and don't forget to share it with some friends on your social media. Once again, Thank you for joining us weekly on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for Life and Leadership with Obed Martinez.